This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. Three more cleaners at Taiwan Taoyuan International Airport have tested positive for COVID-19, bringing a cluster at the airport to eight. Almost 100 other cleaners who work the same night shift have been sent to quarantine at government facilities. The workers' shuttle bus has also emerged as the possible source of their infections. Louise Watt has the details. Before clocking off for the night, cleaners at Taiwan Taoyuan International Airport line up to be tested. Late on Wednesday, three more cleaners at the airport tested positive for COVID-19. Three women in their 50s and 60s. Four other cleaners on the night shift and a taxi driver who took passengers to and from quarantine facilities were confirmed as having the virus earlier in the week. The commander of a new airport testing post believes they've identified the cause. More than 800 people who work for the airport's cleaning contractor have been tested. Seven have come up positive. The Central Epidemic Command Center says that related investigations and contact tracing are underway. The airport cluster has put Taiwan on edge especially when authorities revealed earlier in the week that one of the cleaners and a taxi driver have the highly contagious Omicron variant, which has led to skyrocketing case numbers around the world. Given the rising number of imported cases, quarantine taxi drivers will be given protective suits to wear. With the Lunar New Year coming up soon and tens of thousands returning to Taiwan to celebrate, the country is hoping the holiday won't be marred by more local cases. Chris Ma and Louise Watt for Taiwan Plus. Promising data on a pill it developed to fight COVID-19. The drug's phase two clinical trials were carried out on hospitalized patients with mild to moderate COVID-19 infections. Golden Biotech says it plans to apply for emergency use authorization in the United States in April. Only pills made by Merck and Pfizer are currently approved in the U.S. Taiwan's announced a 200 million U.S. dollar investment fund in Lithuania as the Baltic nation faces political divisions over its support for Taipei. China downgraded diplomatic relations with Lithuania and blocked imports due to the Eastern European countries warming ties with Taiwan. At the center of the political discord is the name of Taiwan's de facto embassy in Vilnius, which includes the word Taiwanese. As Rick Lau reports, the issue has sparked conversations far beyond the two small countries. A budding friendship with Taiwan has come at a cost for the small Baltic nation of Lithuania. China downgraded diplomatic ties with Lithuania and blocked its goods from its market after a representative office opened in Vilnius using the name Taiwanese, an unacceptable recognition of Taiwan as a country in the eyes of Beijing. But on Wednesday, a timely announcement. Taiwan has also bought up 120 containers of Lithuanian goods that were destined for China but no longer welcome, including 20,000 bottles of rum. In Vilnius, Taiwan has become the center of a rift between the prime minister, who leads the government, and the president. President Gitanas Nosierda on Tuesday said that the opening of a representative office using the name Taiwanese was a mistake. Other diplomatic missions in Europe use the word Taipei. Prime Minister Ingrida Shimonite has hit back, 
saying she stood by the decision and was disappointed with the president's comments. While Lithuania is not one of Taiwan's 15 official allies, Taipei's recent warming ties with Baltic states is seen as a move towards wider recognition in Europe. The EU has been scrutinized in its response to diplomatic and economic punishments by China and says it is looking into measures to counter coercion. The United States has stood firm in its support of Taiwan, its stance underlined by the Secretary of State at a meeting with Germany's foreign minister. We have immediate concern uh, about uh, the government of China's attempts to bully Lithuania, a country of fewer than three million people. China is pushing European and American companies to stop building products with components made in Lithuania or risk losing access to the Chinese market, all because Lithuania chose to expand their cooperation with Taiwan. Here again, this isn't just about Lithuania, but about how every country in the world should be able to determine its own foreign policy free from this kind of coercion. Coercion that is testing the friendship between two small countries built on the shared values of democracy and human rights and the will of their democratic allies to support them. Patrick Chen and Rick Lowert for Taiwan Plus. To learn more about what the latest developments mean for Taiwan, I spoke to Martin Yaveski, a research fellow specializing in Taiwan-EU relations at the Taiwan NextGen Foundation think tank. The $200 million investment fund that will support strategic industries that are important for development of Lithuania and Taiwan is a very important step. This is a promise of very tangible steps that will be undertaken by Taiwan in support of Lithuania. Uh, what is uh, particularly important here is that is the volume of investment promised by this fund. It's $200 million, which is more than two times the volume of the existing Chinese FDI stock in Lithuania. How likely is it that Lithuania might change its support for Taiwan? There isn't really any significant disagreement over the need or benefits from developing closer ties with Taiwan. It's about how to do it, not whether it should be done. Uh, President Nauseda is one of the most popular politicians in Lithuania right now, who enjoys approval rating of over 50%. His comments uh, can really carry weight and can sway the public opinion. One of the sectors that was most affected by China's economic coercion vis-a-vis -vis Lithuania is agriculture. We need to bear in mind that Lithuania's largest export product to China are cereal and particularly wheat. Therefore, uh, those domestic factors are extremely important. We should be watching changes in public opinion very closely as um, in future elections in, in Lithuania. If Lithuania chooses to pivot towards China, would this have a domino effect in Eastern Europe and Central and Eastern Europe? I have to say that I believe that at this point, Lithuania's pivot to China remains very unlikely. There is little desire among Lithuanian elites to lose the status of a precursor of a leader in reshaping relations with, with Beijing. Taiwan matters to Lithuania for pragmatic reasons. We talked about investment, we talked about trade. There are also symbolic reasons, which seem to be particularly relevant to the current government in Lithuania, which seeks to pursue a foreign policy based on values. 
Taiwan's Air Force is conducting a three-day exercise to show off its combat readiness following a year that saw a record number of Chinese incursions in the vicinity of Taiwan's airspace. The drills aim to show Taiwan's capability in intercepting enemy planes and its ability to launch at a moment's notice. Bing Wang reports. This is called the Elephant Walk, where fighter jets line up in a close V formation and taxi down the runway. Twelve newly commissioned F-16V fighter jets performed a maneuver on Wednesday at Jai Air Base as part of public exercises that are going on for three days. As part of that assurance, an unveiling of a high-tech helmet designed to quickly target enemy aircraft. Valued at 360,000 U.S. dollars, the so-called joint helmet-mounted queuing system is on the cutting edge, feeding critical information to pilots in high-stakes scenarios. Having the latest training and technology is getting more critical as the Air Force is on the front lines of defense across the Taiwan Strait. Incursions by China into Taiwan's air defense identification zone increased dramatically in 2021. With 950 aircraft entering the zone compared with 380 the year before. As threats from China show no signs of abating, the likelihood of more sorties in 2022 remains high, and Taiwan's combat readiness drills are expected to become a more frequent sight. Ricky and Bing Wong for Taiwan Plus. A drone show in Taiwan has won an award in an international competition held by a Latvian drone software developer. For best drone show, up to 1,000 drones. The winner is Taiwan Drone 100 from Taiwan. The southern branch of the National Palace Museum in Jiayi staged the show titled Dawn during the National Day holiday last October. The performance used 400 locally designed drones and software. The show won first place in the up to 1,000 drones category in SBH Engineering's second international drone show competition. The competition's judges looked at over 200 entries from over 100 countries. A geological survey has revealed three new active faults in central and southern Taiwan. They are identified as the Chushang Fault in Nantou County, the Kou Shaoling fault in Tainan and the Tsigualing fault in Kaohsiung. That brings the total number of active faults in the country to 36. The Tsigualing fault is of particular concern as it is close to the north-south high-speed rail line and the Kaohsiung Science Park. It's described as a creeping fault, meaning that it moves every year. Any resulting earthquakes could potentially cause cracks in the science park in less than four to five years. Once hunted almost to the brink of extinction, Taiwan's Formosan seeker deer has made a remarkable comeback in recent years on the back of dedicated conservation efforts. But the rapid population rise has created some problems of its own in southern Taiwan. Our reporter Pichi Zhuang has the story. Fifty years ago, the Formosan seeker deer was a rare sight in the fields of southern Taiwan's Kanding. But from barely 100 surviving animals, the population has grown to around 2,000 today. The conservation has been so successful that it's had unexpected consequences. Road accidents such as this have become more common in recent years. 
And farmers have taken to using protective covers after finding their crops were being eaten by hungry deer. As conflict between men and deer increases, researchers are looking for ways to manage the population growth. Kanding National Park is also building fences to prevent the deer from chowing down on farmers' livelihoods. Whether it's through medical intervention or plans to relocate some of the animals, park authorities are steadfast in their goal of creating a harmonious, mutually beneficial relationship between men and deer. Alex Chen and Peter Zhang for Taiwan Plus. Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.